0: Hello. Oh, man. Uh, is it hello and welcome to the SGR thing? Uh, h- how did this work? I mean, it's been I, so I long. I don't
1: know. It's been a while.
0: <laughs> yes. We're finally back apparently to try to do something and talk or something like that. I don't know. We've, I, it's been what, like three weeks.
1: I uh, know, yeah. Oh, yeah. Least. Nearly a month.
0: Yeah, I think looking at the time stamps, the last one we did was on 3.16, and now it's 4.13. Wow, it's... I know that one was because you were going out of town, then I was out of town for two weeks. Oh, craziness, I tell you, craziness.
1: Oh. Anyway. You were out of town longer than that. You were out of town like three weeks.
0: Yeah, something like that. I forget. All I know is that it was uh 6 days of being just in a car driving to and from places one day to drive to Tennessee one day to drive across Tennessee one day to drive to North Carolina then driving around all in North Carolina and then reversing that trip on the way back it was a long time by i was so glad to not be in a car <laughs>
1: i was in North Carolina yesterday
0: yes yes you were
1: yeah raleigh's cool i wish i had more time to spend in that city as a unique place
0: yeah my wife actually just brought that up she wants she's talking about trying to maybe consider moving there i don't know it's it's ridiculous anyway yes this is the sgr coffee break podcast we are finally back we are going to actually make this a thing maybe we can do it two weeks in a row maybe we'll be able to do one next week too we
1: should because i won't be leaving for pax east until the next day
0: oh pax east Carrie's going big time. Carrie's going big time.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Got have So faith. big time. Gotta have faith. But it's interesting because we just talked about you being on the road and it kind of ties into our subject. So Carrie, why were you in North Carolina yesterday?
1: I was there for a press preview event for um, Boss Key Productions, very first game, Lawbreakers, and for those who don't know what Boskey Productions is, this is a company that was co-founded by Cliff Blazinski, who was one of the original people at Epic Games, and you know it was a big part of um, Gears, the Gears of War franchise, as well as several other things like uh, Jazzy Jackrabbit, because <laughs> he actually talked about that yesterday, and so he said he got burnt out. On the whole process, and just left, and then realized that he couldn't let go of video games. He just he wanted to create something so much. So he got a partner, as someone he knew back at Epic way back in the day. And uh, as his partner put it, as Cliffy B put it, he said his partner Arjun, he's the one who comes in and actually runs the business. And Arjun's like, yes, I make sure everything works, and then I have to rein Cliff in, because he'll come in and just be like, we need to do lightning hands! And we're like, yeah, we can't really do that, dude, just calm down. <laughs> and Cliff said, he's like, yeah, he grounds me. I just come in and like, I want to name weapons. And he's like, no, we can't do that. for <laughs> oh, <brother. laughs> So, they're coming out with a multiplayer game that they hope to release this year. That is their plan. It is called Lawbreakers. It is a multiplayer-only uh arena shooter which i believe battleborn is the same thing uh
0: we'll tackle that after lawbreakers because th- there's okay. a, they're very vastly different games from what i would understand but.
1: okay well i really am i'm under embargo for lawbreakers all i can say i can say i was there because i already posted i mean they said oh, yeah, you post pictures you say that you were here i just can't talk about my impressions of it um i did play it i am terrible um, I did really well the, my first session but nobody knew what they were doing and then everyone and then apparently people they see like two play sessions to figure it out so while I'm still sucking they're all improving so yeah, yeah.
0: so lawbreakers from what I understand because you can actually see some uh, videos on it and what mm-hmm. like the what they were going for so uh, they're trying to differentiate themselves I saw a lot of, um, Cliffy B kept talking a lot about the Unreal Tournament, like how they kept how they're trying to make games different. So back in the Quake three days, you know it was all dark and gritty. So they made Unreal he Tournament. He talked
1: about Quake. So yeah.
0: when they made Unreal Tournament, they made it bright and colorful, and there's all that space jumping and all that other jazz. So what they're trying to do is uh, let's take this to a, a basic level at the current moment. Right now, we're seeing a big rise in the you know League of Legends kind of took the actually brought mobas into primetime. it's not the first moba we all know that it all started off dota. dota with the war warcraft 3 mod that they had back in the day but riot has really kind of made mobas the big thing right because let's face it you know when you're playing for a couple hundred thousand dollars it's a it's a big ordeal now we're starting to see a spin-off on that you got paragon which is a moba but it's i believe it's third person shooter so you, you got that. Uh, you have Overwatch, which is basically just a multiplayer arena shooter. Uh, but
1: it's not. But to me, a MOBA is very specific. Like, I actually see MOBAs being different from the arena shooters.
0: Yeah. But
1: and that MOBAs is usually, from what I understand, from the very little I understand, is that a MOBA is a team-based thing. Yep. Of course, like the arena shooter is as well. I'm really killing my argument here, but like, I don't know. Like the MOBA, it seems like there's like more strategy into what you're supposed to do, and the and the arena shooter kind of takes a multiplayer mode and makes that of makes that an event.
0: So if you look at Paragon.
1: Okay, I don't. I see. I don't know nothing about Paragon. Although there was guys on this trip that did play it, and we asked them how it was, and they're like, "Well, it's pretty." <sighs>
0: uh you know, you know how league of legends kind of works right you got the three lanes you have a middle lane a top lane and essentially you're just trying to work through towers get to the enemy's base and destroy their base uh right. paragon is takes that instead of being like a top-down clicky fest it's like a third person shooter but you have that moba SMITE aspect does SMITE, that too yeah, smite is the same way uh so you have the three lanes and you're trying to do that battleborn uh where Battleborn really differentiates itself and you can play this right now it's in open beta and i believe it's now open beta on uh PC uh, Xbox everywhere. and PS4 now so uh PS4 people got it last week Thursday i think mm-hmm. um Battleborn is a really it's a gearbox game so there's a lot of color in it it's very comedic you ca- there's a whole story mode. You can actually play a whole story mode, and you can either do it online with people, or you can just play it by yourself and just work on your character. OK. They have a versus mode where they bring in all kinds of different variations of games, and there's a lot. That's where it starts feeling more like a moba because you have two teams, and there's one where you have to get your ba- your minions from your side into their base. Uh, there's another mm-hmm. one where you go beat their sentry, a.k.a. their core or their base. So you have that going on too. And from what I saw of Lawbreakers, they're trying to fit somewhere in between what we're seeing as far as Overwatch and what we're seeing as far as Paragon. Because Paragon to me is more the MOBA shooter. Mm-hmm. Uh, Overwatch is much more Team Fortress.
1: Uh, um, CSGO. Uh, right from Cliffy B's mouth, like he talked about Overwatch, how he loves Overwatch. And obviously Lawbreakers has been in development much longer than he's been able to play Overwatch. But he said one thing, like he liked Overwatch. He's like, you know, he's like, it's it's Blizzard. And he even says, like, Blizzard can do no wrong. But his whole thing is, he's like, but I I don't want to always play a game like this where it's Pixar-y. He's like, I don't want to play as a gorilla. I want to play as, you know, a really gritty guy who doesn't mind saying fuck all the time. Well, they got that right. I'll tell you what. Man, I was just like, man, was that really necessary? I mean, I, I have a sailor's mouth, too, but, you know, sometimes, like, you hear stuff like, did you really have to say that? Like, it felt kind of forced sometimes. Now I'm probably getting to my embargo territory. But, um, but he said he wanted to make it gritty. But at the same time, he didn't make it, like, Gears of War, yeah. where it's just, you know, brown and black. It's actually, there are, like, a lot of bright colors.
0: Yeah, from what I saw in the videos of the little bits of gameplay that they were showing, Uh, it is very colorful. It also brings in a whole aspect of gravity defying kind of stunts. Like the video that I saw was they would run and jump off of a cliff off a building and then shoot like a grapple hook and do this massive swing around and land on a platform and start shooting people. It was, yeah. So I'm really curious to see what they do with this and I hope that they will do the the new fad thing which is releasing a uh, beta. I downloaded the Doom open beta yesterday starts uh friday if i remember correctly but
1: i don't know why they wouldn't put it that way
0: so everybody
1: if you're gonna have multiplayer anything everybody needs to do beta's stress tests
0: yeah but right now it seems to be like the hot shit is all these uh multiplayer-centric games where we're starting to lose a lot of the single-player stuff, and mm-hmm. it's it's all teams, which sucks if you... I mean, it's great if you have a bunch of friends that you can actually focus in and play with. Uh, it really sucks for those of us that are like... We have one or two friends that may be interested in the game, so having mm-hmm. to have a team of five people, and then you get that those random two people that just either make the game or break the game for you. I don't know. So... I haven't played Overwatch. I've watched some of the streams of it. it looks alright. I was just like, it looks like Team Fortress, except for it's done by Blizzard. I have a friend that's debating it. I'm just like, there, to me, there was there's nothing really there. It's you, you pick your character, you go in, you you fight each other down. You have a team that wins. You have a team that loses. Where I like Battleborn is you're actually, it's it brings in aspects of looter shooters. So you get gear that gear helps make your character better you level up your character you unlock slots obviously you're hunting for better gear throughout the time and you get gear even if you're playing the single story player thing and you just want to play by yourself you get gear that way Uh, actually you get more gear based on this if you do the story stuff Uh, okay you do get gear if you play multiplayer and from what i've watched of because obviously i don't have a team that i can put together to play this. It does have matchmaking, so obviously I could just join in with a group, but then I get that 10-year-old yelling at my ear about how much I suck, but that's why you don't be a dick on the internet, people. Just don't do it. Uh But, you know, watching some streams where, you know, people actually have a core group of people that they play with, and actually watching them do that stuff, man, it was it's hilarious. It's so much fun. It just looks like so much fun, and actually, I've had so much fun in Battleborn. Uh, I'd given up how many hours i've probably logged in that game now but it's it's a ton of fun so and i mean if we break it down even further let's look at the division right like you can see mm-hmm. all your friends it's obviously they they entice you to actually do multiplayer especially when you go in the dark zone because it makes it better right uh, you know so you got that. easier
1: to survive i'll put it that way
0: yeah let me tell you Extractions do do get hairy. Those oh, do okay. get <laughs>
1: yes. <laughs>
0: but, I you know, we've I guess we've been kind of coming down this road for quite a while now. As more games force focus more on multiplayer, at least now it's not like shoehorned in. Now it's the it's the primary focus. So at least we're starting to see that. But,
1: I, we have that. But then you also. You know, because they talked about this 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 week and kind of disagreed with them. Because we even brought up what's going on with Titanfall. Because they were saying that, you know, that people don't want the single player in games. I'm like, well, that's not entirely true. Because I know so many people who never even got into Star Wars Battlefront because there was no single player. Now, they were saying that the stats shows, like from Call of Duty and Battlefield... That it's less than 40% of all players have played the single player, and less than 10% even finished the single player campaign. Um, now that may be true in, in many, many stances. And I totally get what they're saying, that they wanted to just do a really solid multiplayer experience. And not, you know, um, devote any more time. Because they said then they need a bigger team, and it'd be much more expensive. You have to do story and cutscenes and all that stuff. And I totally get it. But you know, EA even saw that Titanfall had its crest for like what, a month maybe.
0: <laughs> maybe.
1: Maybe, that. and people were like, "Well, there's really no single player thing to kind of you know keep me coming back." And I don't even know how well they did the end game. You know, with that. Um, and so Titanfall too, they're like, "Yeah, we're going to have a single player campaign," because I think that they realized maybe. We left out a lot of people. And how many people are still clamoring for Star Wars Battlefront to actually have a single-player oh, you, campaign? You see,
0: you see stuff like that come up quite often, actually. Well, at yeah. least once a week I see somebody going, I really wish Star Wars had a single-player campaign. But the whole and, and, you know, going back to Call of Duty, Call of Duty used to have a really solid single-player experience. Like, the story was actually decent. But I think mm-hmm. what happened is, is that they saw the multiplayer thing starting to take over, and they just they started focusing more on the multiplayer and shoehorning in some sort of story, and right. the story just ended up. If you read the reviews, most almost any Call of Duty in the last you know four or five years now has just been like, eh, the story sucked. So they except just don't for
1: even um, Call of Duty Advanced Warfare, because that studio was very big on they like, yeah, multiplayer was not our focus. It was the single player that was the focus, and everyone talked about it. they're like, yeah, the multiplayer is good, but it was the campaign that. You know that made him recommend it to people. Yeah,
0: and now I think. But that was
1: also a brand new studio that they brought in for Call of Duty. It wasn't Treyarch. It wasn't uh, Infinity Ward.
0: Yeah, and now it's. I mean, when you hear Call of Duty, I mean, it's just synonymous with multiplayer playing anymore. It's you never hear about a good story anymore. So. Uh,
1: Not since Modern Warfare Two.
0: Yeah. So I mean, it sucks, but. It's the direction oh, it's... that they've taken that game, and that's what it is now. So, there you go.
1: And, you know, and I can see that, you know, that there is this calling for the multiplayer only. Like, I know people, that's all that they do in Call of Duty. They never touch the campaign. But I don't think that you can broad base all games based on the Call of Duty section, because they're kind of their own thing. Yes, millions of people buy Call of Duty every year. It's the same millions. And those same millions are aren't the ones that are buying Battlefield, it's a portion yeah. that are also buying Battlefield. They will also do this and will also do that. It's, so you can't blanket that, Oh, because, just because there's 10 million, okay, there's more than that, these 100 million Call of Duty players, because they all do this does not mean that goes the same for everybody who likes shooters.
0: Yeah. Let's see, what else we have? Oh, let's take our favorite company right now, Capcom in Street Fighter V. That that whole primary focus right there was on multiplayer,
1: right? And that that upset a lot of people.
0: Yep. So there you go. I mean, we're some of us are still waiting, really clamoring for that story mode, which is supposed to come out in like two or three months. But
1: right, you know, and actually, I haven't touched Street Fighter Five since, since my review because I'm waiting for the story mode.
0: Yeah, I'm waiting for the stuff that really needs to be in that. That should have been in the game before they released it. But or an
1: arcade mode, you know?
0: Yeah. Something that just allows me—I don't want to be forced into. I mean, training mode is fine for so much, but eventually, you want something that a dummy that actually moves and interacts instead of making it jumps so that way. You can practice your, mm-hmm. you know, high uppercuts and all that. It just,
1: which, you know, like, when we discussed, like, we understand why they did what what they did because you know the tournaments and they wanted to push this, put this out the door. But they know that people want. Yep. You know, this uh, single-player experience, and I think Capcom's about to have a very rude awakening with their upcoming game that I'm going to experience at PAX East, I hope. And that is uh, why I hope, but i just am curious about it, and it's the multiplayer-only game, Umbrella Core.
0: Yeah, I just started seeing little n- nibbits of information showing up on that one.
1: Yeah, and I don't know why they decided to do that. I mean, wouldn't I think the resources would be better spent on I don't know, making a Resident Evil game that would actually appease people, aside from, you know, remaking stuff. Yeah. Um, so, like, you know, I have a really good friend who loves Resident Evil. Even, she keeps buying it, even how much it hurts her feelings, and she's so mad about Umbrella Corps, and when they announced that they were... Um, uh, delaying it, so I sent her a message, and I was like, I, I'm so sorry, I have some really bad news. She's like, do I need to sit? I'm like, yeah, you do need to sit, because we're going to get through this, I promise, I will be here for you, and she's like, what, what? I'm like, Umbrella Core has been delayed. She's like, I fucking hate you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, you and know then what?
1: she said she didn't know what depressed her more, the fact that it led her up to that, or the fact that Umbrella Core is still a thing, and that hasn't been canceled. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, uh, so this one just hit me too. I just said this. Uh, Doom. They're clearly focusing on their multiplayer because nah. that's and the, Doom's I, never
1: been about that.
0: I this there's a lot of if you go on the internet, which you shouldn't do because it's a very bad place to go. Scary. It'll depress you. But uh, you know, it's like PlayStation lifestyle or something like. I forget. Somebody had tweeted out. You know. Doom multiplayer beta's you know open beta starts this weekend, and the the amount of I guess nostalgia people that came out and was like, "Doom is never meant to be multiplayer. This is stupid, this is dumb you know
1: I don't know why it couldn't be I, I mean
0: my hope is that you know it is actually ID, it however you want to say it, that they I mean hopefully they do a, a decent single player campaign. They, they they're clearly capable of doing that, but this massive focus on multiplayer. I get it. They're trying to stress test and all that other jazz because mm-hmm. they don't want to obviously have a Capcom where the servers crash on day one. But
1: I don't think that they're doing an overemphasis on multiplayer. I think that they're they're wanting to do all these tests because again, multiplayer does need need all these tests. And they're keeping they're not saying very much for the campaign, in very much the same way that Halo did the exact same thing that they had all these multiplayer tests. Okay, so they had two. But they still had these multiplayer tests because they were guarding in the story so much. And I could see that maybe Bethesda and Ed are doing a little bit of the same. And it may be also really gun-shy after Rage. Yeah, they... Uh... You know, like, we, we kind of want to keep everything really close and and uh, not really discuss it right now. And if at least we do an awesome multiplayer campaign, at least we'll have that, which is a horrible attitude to have.
0: Yeah. I don't know, but I mean, they definitely pull at the, it right now, it's definitely pulling at the, the, the nostalgia strings, because they definitely brought back a lot of the classic looking monsters uh-huh. from the original Doom, Doom 2, that's where I'm really excited, you know, ripping some eyeballs out of some floating mass blobs of whatever's, but, uh. You know, it'll be curious. I'm I'm looking forward to trying out the multiplayer thing this weekend. I know that I won't be playing a whole lot of it because Mm -hmm. obviously I don't really enjoy the multiplayer aspect of it. Uh, This is also where Battleborn is really great for me because they have that whole story mission, and if I really want to invite people in, we can do that. And the multiplayer is just two—they're two different beasts crammed into one game, and it's Mm -hmm. enjoyable. But we'll see how Doom works out. I'm—I mean, I want to see the weapons. I want to see the 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 stage the, it's like two stages two different game modes
1: mm-hmm. and what game modes do you know
0: uh one is I probably de- should know one is, is team is, in... one is gonna be team deathmatch and one is um I'm get I'm thinking something like a capture the flag type of ordeal okay. I forget what it's called uh, it's see like and simple. I'm
1: more I like the thing I really liked about Gears of War is you know they did have the versus multiplayer but they had a lot of co op. Mm-hmm. Multiplayer, and I don't mean co-op as in my team versus your team, because of course they had that, but I meant like you know they had your team versus AI. Yeah, they had the, like the, the waves mode, and the, the, the yeah, birth, yeah, the, the and the
0: birth of a great horde mode from Gears of War, right there.
1: And you know, I, so I I really enjoyed that, you know, because when we got done playing Gears of War, you know, I just Set up with, with you know a group of my friends and we just you know jump in and especially like in Gears of War three when we would actually play as the Locust we had more fun doing that than anything else. Um, but so I'm curious if Doom does that. I mean I've been invited to both of their closed betas and I haven't been in town for any of the betas. So like ah oh, thank you so much I'm not in town I can't enjoy this. Uh, and with and I got so much on my schedule right now I can't even look at the open beta so I'm really curious what what they do with that but I can understand where people also they don't want another game with team death, death match another game with capture the flag
0: yeah yeah we definitely need some. I think that's why things like Paragon and Battleborn are they're bringing in those elements of MOBAs to kind of change it up mm-hmm. you know you're not just king of the hill capture the flag horde mm-hmm. mode would be great but you know it's you know, I'd I'd like to see a a, a spin on horde mode where it's maybe you're also fighting another team, between waves. So you got you know you, you got to do your wave thing, and then maybe there's a incentive to then try to, or even during the wave, there's some sort of incentive to go hunt down the other team as well. Mm-hmm. You know, just yeah. change change up horde mode a little bit, make it make it a little bit more fresh, a little bit more new. Um, but yeah, this emphasis right now and. It, I mean, let's face it, gaming has ebbs and flows and what, what becomes hot. I mean, a couple of years ago, wait, when the PS2 came out, we saw just a huge, massive amount of uh, RPGs coming out because that was the end thing. Right. Now we're starting to see this looter shooter kind of craze kicking off with uh, some of the online, you know, multiplayer-centric mm-hmm. kind of thing. So it'll be interesting to see where we're at. And we got to face it. A lot of companies right now, it's because it's what makes them money. And if you're going to invest millions of dollars into making a game, you're going to go with what's hot at the current moment. And hopefully, you catch that trend while it's at its peak, as opposed mm-hmm. to when it's going out. So, right. Yeah. But I don't know. It's it's a fun time, but it'd be nice. Yeah, to it see. is. It'll be uh, interesting to see how this one all plays out. I'm really curious to see more on Lawbreakers because. From what I saw, it it looked crazy, just because of all, the, all the, like, they're playing with gravity physics and uh, the whole rope, the grapple hook, swingy thing. Yeah, I was just like, holy
1: crap. And only one character can do that. And so it's like, in every, we only got to play with four different roles, is how they put it. And um, each role has very different abilities, very different weapons. And so that particular role with the grapple hook is the assassin, and I, she moved way too fast for me to get a handle. And the, and the thing about the assassin is that she can use that grapple for more than just whipping around the stage. She can use it to grapple onto enemies and like pull forward, and then you know, just do yeah, this I think I saw, and slice them on like
0: one of the videos that they had released, it was just, I don't, it, yeah, I, I'm really curious because they said they'd. They didn't want to be, uh, from the video Cliffy he said that he didn't want to be like Overwatch or CSGO, and mm-hmm. he definitely wanted to differentiate himself, and I forget what the other, was it Paragon that he had brought up? He no, it might have been it. Battleborn, it might have been Battleborn, and he said he's tr- they're trying to sit in between those two two styles mm-hmm. of games, so it'll be interesting, because I mean, Unreal Tournament, when that came out, that was like that was the shit, man, I love that game. Uh, we played that up in the computer lab, for hours. Yeah. Every, we would have—I mean, all of us at work—we would just take the training lab, turn it into our own little uh, Unreal tournament fest, and just go to town on each other, eating pizza. Oh, good old days of working at a university. Good old days. But so I am curious. But for right now, we might as well just—we gotta suck it up and it just go with the flow, because this is going to be the new hotness for the next probably at least five years. So. Yeah,
1: and so then in the meantime, while that's the new hotness, I'll just hang out with some of the, the other hotness that is the point-and-click adventure that has come like surging through the indies. My god.
0: I, isn't it, I love indie developers right now, because they are definitely doing some great things. They are bringing back those old ga- good classic gaming styles that we have haven't yeah. been popular since like the 90s. Oh, bless you, indie developers! Still gotta play more Pillars of Eternity. Really gotta handle that. But.
1: Yeah, i just if I ever do that again, it's gonna be like put on the story mode, <laughs> <laughs> click to win.
0: <laughs> you know what does work does scare me. And after this, we sh- we'll move on to the uh, we'll move on to what we've been playing. But uh, what does worry me is we're seeing this rise in all these looter shooter co op y kind of games, multiplayer focused centric mm-hmm. games. Meanwhile, in the background, what's brewing is VR. And unlike 3D TVs and all that other jazz that came in motion controls, that were, they were like, hey, this could be great. And we all were like, no, this isn't, this isn't going to work. VR is a thing that is, you know, we're not seeing that, oh, it's not going to work. We're seeing, oh, this is like the best shit ever
1: mm-hmm
0: uh so my guess is that within five years we'll have the oculus rift 2 the Ace- yeah
1: talking to um some of the guys from this weekend or this week they were saying like so one of the guys that was there he were he writes for windows central and he said that they now have a vr guy <laughs> it's like all he does And because they're Windows, obviously they don't do PlayStation, it's all, it's, uh, I could Rift Rift and Vive. So he was explaining to us how, why the Vive is actually the better option, and, you know, they were talking about all that, which I totally get. Um, They're like, yeah, this is, the problem is right now is that the games aren't that good, because they're all kind of tech demos. They said, but, you know, give it a couple of years, and you're going to see some amazing stuff i've actually signed up for my first vr session ever at pax east so i'm gonna give this a shot i'll be
0: curious what you say you see what you come back with because uh you know the couple people that i know that have had um been able to play with vr they're like yeah it's it's cool like looking around it's very immersive uh Mm -hmm. but i got sick
1: see and there's people that say that if you get sick it's because the person you put it on you didn't calibrate it correctly
0: this is why I'm not buying the first generation of VR. A, you have so many different co- platforms coming out, none of which are very the games aren't cross compatible from what I understand, so it's you got to choose your poison, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, the the whole the whole system requirements, I think that they're just going to start coming down as, you know, the engineering and they actually start optimizing VR devices a lot better so that way it can be a bigger thing Mm -hmm. I still don't like what the uh, Oculus guy said about cheap hardware and why people suck I think he's a dick Um, you know if they can put a freaking VR device on a phone come on man
1: which actually the guy I was talking to he said that the Gear VR for what it is like it is really amazing what they've been able to do with just with you know the phone yeah So if I'm going to get any VR, which I'm not, but if I was right now, probably the PlayStation VR. And the only reason for that is because I already have the goddamn system. I have the system. I have the camera. I actually have the move controllers because my husband bought them for me years ago. Cause he's like, I thought you'd think this was cool. And they've been sitting on a charger ever since. Uh, I don't think I've ever used them once. And, um, Although they did make a pretty awesome remote control for the PS3, now that I think about, like I was watching movies and stuff, that's what I would use for my remote. Was oh. the was the Move controllers, yeah. but so you know, so I already have everything. I don't have to upgrade my my hardware. I just have to you know pay the four hundred dollars, which is more money than I really have right now. And but you know, but if I wanted the VR for PC, okay, well this machine's not gonna cut it. Yeah. At all, I'd have to totally buy a new machine, and from what I've understand, that I'm talking about nine hundred to a thousand dollars. And then if I get the Vive, which actually has the controllers, the real controllers, that's another eight hundred dollars. And
0: yep. And you got to set up a space for it. For the at least the Vive, when I understand that you got to put up cameras so that way it can watch you in your space and all that. I don't.
1: Yeah, that's one. I think that's one reason why this guy said he recommended the Vive is because you could actually use it in a smaller space because of the way that the camera setup is.
0: Yeah. But, I, I read somebody say that you set up boundaries and the software yeah. picks up where your boundaries are at so that way it controls all that in the game. But yeah. Anyway, VR. In five years, it'll probably be a thing that we're all like. VR is like the best shit ever, man. I was playing this game and, like, you should have seen the sex scene in God of War, man. I was right there. I was right there. God of War 6. Oh! 10 out of 10 for sexy.
1: So, did you did you read Today's Penny Arcade? Uh, yeah. With the Gear VR? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, basically, for those who don't know, uh, the Today's Penny Arcade is uh, Gabe and Tycho are sitting at a table drinking some Starbucks coffee, and <laughs> Gabe is sitting there with the Gear VR on his face. Tycho's like, well, why did why'd you ask me to meet you for coffee if you're just going to sit there in your virtual world? He's like, no, I'm not. Like, we're at a Starbucks. He goes, we are at a Starbucks. Oh, but this one's nicer.
0: <laughs> oh, man. It, you know what? Hey, it'll be great when our cars are driving ourselves so we can just sit in our, uh, you know, this is starting to look an awful lot like Wally. We're all going to be on our floating chairs.
1: Yeah, No. <laughs> no. Uh,
0: the real, I world, refuse, the real I, world. I refuse, man. The real world. It's right out there. Go out there and experience it. Anyway, all right. We've really taken multiplayer into VR territory. Apparently, we need to have a VR podcast at some point. To well, we're
1: just you know podcast. where the where the industry is going. Yeah. <clears throat> this is where it is going.
0: Yeah, and, sadly, and I'm not going
1: through puberty. I have allergies.
0: And sadly, so my I'm allergies right
1: were to... gone. North Carolina. As soon as I get off the plane in Dallas, like oh
0: really because when i was in north carolina the pollen there was just ridiculous i hated every minute of it It was just like
1: well the thing is here um i've never really had that bad of allergies before but this time like i was like am i sick for a week and so i was like no you just actually have allergies and i've never really had that and we're discovering it's because we actually did not get
0: well you see obviously we don't know how to do this shit This is why we shouldn't take three weeks off. So, there you go. We had a nice big break there. There There's a massive loss of connection. Apparently, Carrie forgot to turn off Steam. Bad. Yeah,
1: and it decided to download like five things at once.
0: See? You can't take us anywhere.
1: No. (laughs) I totally forgot that I need to, you know, close things that ran in the background, (laughs) because it's been so long. Oh,
0: brother. I look forward to our next month off, and how badly we stay through
1: this again
0: <laughs> oh because that's going to happen because it's the summer let's face it shit is about yeah to because
1: uh yeah because i'm gonna have the kids at home so yeah <laughs> It'll be fun. good times, good
0: times. <laughs> all right well let's uh see if we can do this again uh well Carrie. let's just talk about what we've been playing there this you is go why don't you, yeah. why don't you lead this off we know Sir, that you played um, Lawbreakers that so you can't. Yeah, trust I played Lawbreakers, about. but I can't
1: really can't really discuss it except that uh, I sucked at it so hard, so hard. But that's that's to be given.
0: Gary sucks at Lawbreakers. Ten out of ten. IGN review right there.
1: Yeah, it's actually probably one of the IGN guys is one who killed me all the time because IGN was was there. Oh, really? No, so, but um, anyway. So of course I've been playing more of The Division because I pretty much had a breakdown last week of I had too much to do. So instead of, you know, being healthy about it to making a priority list, I just walked away from it and did something I wasn't supposed to do at all because that's just what you do. Um, so yeah, I still have not advanced the story at all because I'm too busy cleaning out regions. So like, like I think the, the time that you and I play together, I've not advanced the story yet. I'm still cleaning out regions. So, like, I think, like, for the next story piece, my recommended level is supposed to be, like, 15 or something, and I'm already 21. So, I should I should be okay, I hope. Um, but, yeah, the latest update, though, that they put in for, like, now you have all these named NPCs that come around. Those are a bitch, man! Yeah. I've pretty much run from them. Like especially this one that was like a level twenty cleaner and he was like yellow and pretty much any time he sprays me with fire it's insta death. I was like, okay, I'm just going to like hide and let you just keep going.
0: So did you uh download the patch yesterday?
1: I'm sure my PlayStation Four did.
0: Oh, wait wait till you see what they did with that one. Cause now not only do you have, like, that map with all the stuff that you're trying to collect, you now have mm-hmm. this nice big list on the right-hand side that has all these little checkboxes of stuff that you can do. A completionist hellhole right there.
1: Oh, okay. Maybe, maybe I shouldn't uh, <laughs> log in anytime soon because I want to stroke out. <laughs> yeah.
0: And Oopsie Soft just can't get their dailies fucking down. Saturday, they had issues where the dailies didn't, just didn't show up. You didn't have any daily missions. So I today guess that's one have, thing
1: about not being part of the end game. <laughs> I don't see to, any of that.
0: Today they, uh, today they don't have the daily challenge mission because I just disappeared.
1: So and let me they, guess, you've been gone all this time, and you've already gotten to the end game.
0: Yeah, I'm, uh, I've beaten, I've, I've uh, beaten all the story missions, taken care of all the side missions. I've started cleaning out like all the little collectibles. So there's, I, I think I've got like three areas totally cleared out. I have one where there's one uh, echo that I'm trying to get, but I think it's tied to a story mission, and I I can't get into that building yet. So I tried it last night, and then I was like, "Oh, let's try the daily a daily mission." So uh, I've been in the dark zone. I think I'm like level 18 now in the dark uh, mm-hmm. for my dark zone rank. Um, yeah,
1: so I've only been in the dark zone once. I went with a friend, Eric, and that was it.
0: Oh, it's a it's a it's a good time. It's so, a lovely time. It's also bad. I mean, uh, what was it, yesterday? I, mean, I,
1: I, had, I had fun when I was in there. I just, I'm just i going to not go back in until I'm level 30. Yeah.
0: Let me tell you, the best, I think, I haven't really, at first I thought I was going to hate it. I was like, man, this is multiplayer. I really don't like this. I like the fact that the only things that they can take off your body, if, they, if a rogue kills you, the only thing that they can take is the stuff that you've looted from within yes. that. You only lose up to nine items. Uh, right.
1: So that was my biggest fear. I was like, I don't want to go in there and have some rogue guy, like take all my stuff, which is what I thought it was. And, and, and then Eric's like, no, no, no. They just take the, the, your little, your second little bag that you have. Yeah, like, so, oh, okay. Well, I'm not sneer near scared now.
0: Yeah. No, I'm just like, oh, okay. Well, if they're only, you know, yeah, it would suck if I got some sort of, like yesterday I finally got my first uh, piece of yellow gear from mm. in there and was like oh shit I gotta get to an extraction point like stat and hope that I don't get killed on the way so it adds a nice bit of tension I do like that aspect and then yeah I met up with a group of like eight people that were just rogue hunting it was hilarious because we were all we, oh so they
1: were hunting for rogues yeah that's it was, fun
0: it was great so it's, it's that was fun and then I rounded a corner to get to an extraction point and ran into a group of four rogues it was like oh yeah here we sh-. oh yeah okay that didn't work." <laughs> Yeah, they stole my purple shit, fuckers, assholes. But yeah, Dark Zone is actually pretty fun. It's a good time.
1: Yeah, I've heard some interesting stories. Like um, I think I was listening to what Colin Moriarty was talking about how he actually went to the Dark Zone once to see what it was about, and he ran across these three guys and noticed that they were rogues. And he's like, "Shit!" He's like, "I, I like he, like you know, kind of did this with his gun. Like I just, I, I don't." You know, and kinda of sidestepped them and they let him go by and this one guy turned around and he said, You could tell how the other guy's like got in his way, like, dude, he could have like shot at us, like, let him go type thing and he was like, See, so that was kind of a really cool moment. And like, so I, I see a bunch of those. Like, what happened to Eric and I was we ran into this one guy who hung out with us for a while and then he got killed by uh NBC and we're like, Oh, we miss you, cryptic freeze. Like you were you were kinda of fun to hang out with and and then we teamed up with this other guy, I forget his name, and we did an extraction point, and we were all together, and like the three of us like hey, high five, that was that was kind of fun, and then of course, you know, all those other NPCs like you know ambushed us, and then we start cleaning up the other loot that we couldn't hold before. And we, we knew that we had to we both had to log up, so we called the extraction again. Asshole shot us both <laughs> <laughs> We're like, oh. man, you were cool. And <laughs> was like, I'm laughing. I was like, man, <laughs> all right. <laughs>
0: oh, the division. If only you weren't so buggy half the time, you'd be great. Oh, division. What else have you been playing, Carrie?
1: Uh, well, I while you were gone, I played a lot of Twilight Princess. Um, I had to say, like, I guess I'm like I, got, I sort of, I was, like, I guess I got to be a better gamer. Because I'm not, I just don't get as stressed over things now. I just... But also, man, this game was so much better to play with a controller instead of Wii Remote shit.
0: <laughs> Fucking Wii Remote. Motion controls, that was the hot shit way back in the day. Yeah, I know that didn't last.
1: <sighs> so I haven't been able to play it in a while because I've been so busy with other reviews. because I had uh, you know, I had Quantum Break and all that but I had, to, had a review so I had to put that down. It's uh, been a while but then like so on the plane, I took my 3DS and I finally relented and I copied over my stuff from my 3DS XL to my new 3DS. At least they've improved that process where all of your stuff that you download now goes with it. Oh, so awesome. bravo, Nintendo. I don't have to re-download all that shit. So then I tried out some um, Hyrule Warriors Legends. And man, I have to say, like... It's kind of weird playing on a handheld, and I learned that you can't really play with um, headphones, at least not with the earbuds that I was using, because I just couldn't hear really what, even the volume's all up, I really couldn't hear what was going on, some of the cues are very important. The graphics are killing me, man. Um, I mean, it's because I already played on Wii U, but I can't handle that the cutscenes are so great, like, they look like they're right off the Wii U, and then everything else is, like, cell shaded Like, oh, that's very jarring to go back to that. So it's 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 different. So I'm going to get through it a little bit more so I can see like how it how the strategy guide works with it. And then, of all weird things, I was looking through my little 3DS library that I brought and I was like, "Let me just try Final Fantasy the 4 Heroes of Light. I always wanted to finish this and never did." It's been a long time since I looked at it. It's a DS game and wow, is that rough.
0: <laughs> oh, how far we've come.
1: God, it looks... It's so rough, but um, I didn't really realize that this was kind of the precursor for Bravely Default. Because they pretty much took all the character modeling and put it in Bravely Default. <laughs> like, even, you know, you know, the adventurer that you save your game with? Mm. Yeah, he's there. <laughs> wow. The only thing about him is that he doesn't offer um, a shop as well when you save your game, which is... I would love that, can I please buy some potions for your ass before I go to this boss fight?" Uh, and uh, they don't, it's almost kind of like the precursor to the default, how they have it, because instead of having magic points, you have action points, and you get action points by boosting, which is, you know, defending. Very much like how Bravely Default was. Of course this came out years before Bravely Default was like, oh, at least I now know where they got all their ideas, including the characters, These like up them <laughs> for Bravely Default. So, but yeah, I mean, I had some fun. I was really enjoying it, so I might actually finish it this time, maybe. Oh, I mean, maybe. I never finished Bravely Default because when I got to where you had to fight everything all over a second time, I was like, wait a second, I looked it up, and you have to do it, oh, four times? Like, oh, fuck this game. Check that thing out.
0: Nope, the fuck out of that Even one. Even
1: though Blake is like, oh, but it's so great. No, I don't enjoy playing the same thing over and over again.
0: Yeah, he did love that game a lot.
1: Yeah, so I am not even checking out. Uh, Bravely second in layer. Fuck that. Oh, care. Don't care.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that it? That's what you got? Yeah, that's it. Yep. Oh, cool. well, let's see. Uh, what did I play? Played more of the division, obviously. We just talked about that. And Battleborn. What you talked a, about too. A boatload of that. So.
1: I'm glad you're enjoying Battleborn.
0: Oh, uh, it's got that just classic Gearbox humor mm. in it, so, and it's colorful. It's like somebody slaughtered a unicorn all over. Just, just so pretty. Anyway, with that fun image in your head, wow. you slaughtered okay. unicorn, Carrie, take us home.
1: All right. Well, we miss you guys. Uh, we're happy to be back. We'll be back next week. Yes. Even if I'm still in the middle of packing nightmare, we will be back. But, so we thank you so much for watching and listening and paying attention, you know, uh, keeping with us. So if you want to watch more of our videos, including videos like this, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel. You can also check out this podcast in iTunes if you f- prefer to listen to us instead of watch us. Of course, uh, you can follow all of us at Twitter. The site is at Strategy Reviews. Chris is at Starvit And I am at Crunchy Chocobo. And, of course, we ask you to keep on reading. StrategyGuideReviews.com. I gotta harass somebody about a Far Cry Primal review.
0: <laughs> oh, wasn't that the uh, make-or-break for that person?
1: Oh, it might have been, yeah. <laughs> of course, I got three of my own, so I don't.
0: And hey, to talk. Dark Souls Three is out now. Officially. Oh
1: yeah, I should be getting that guy today or tomorrow.
0: Yep, hopefully. Yeah. Prima Games, please send us that beautiful collector's edition. Just send it to us It's all the good I'm stuff. I'm sure they will. Hopefully.
1: <laughs> we'll keep this
0: <laughs> And with that, we'd like to remind you, and I know that you haven't been paying attention or listening to me, because over the last three weeks, I've been able to see online people being dicks. So they probably don't listen to us. So that's probably why they're being dicks on the internet. But That is true. For all of you listening or watching us, remember, don't be a dick on the internet. Just don't do it. It makes people mad. It's just horrible makes for terrible internet experience for everybody around so don't do it and with that we're out peace